Hello and welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, as always, Anthony Maldonado, joined by the one, the only, back from his recent trip south of the border, Mr. Brandon Murphy. How are you doing, sir? Oh, great. Tanner and tequila soaked, still. <laughs> still recovering from, from what I understand, huh? Yeah, feeling better than I did yesterday, but still recovering. So uh, what's what's what what happened down there? What's something you can tell us that happened down there that you feel free like or you feel like you can share? Well, I came in, you know, I think I uh, what's uh, had a reckoning with my mortal self. I realized that I'm not as young as I once was, but uh, I realized that Canadians are a wild bunch of fucking people. That's for sure. The men, the women, they're uh, they're wild as hell, especially when you get them in the sunshine. Nice. Got, yeah, you got dudes screaming over American football and ladies drunk as hell in the street rubbing their titties on your shoulder while you're trying to enjoy your meal. Yeah, well, if I had a nickel for every time that happened, I'd <laughs> have no nickels. Um, <laughs> that's that's good time, though. And those Canadians, yeah. super nice people from what oh, I understand. Super nice. <laughs> Met, uh, met a guy that played for the uh, used to play for the Winnipeg Jets. Really? Yeah, in the Air, in the Arizona, he played college ball at Arizona. Cool. Yeah, had a smoking hot older wife. Yep, those football players, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I gotta tell you, you had probably the best seat that I could I could see for that Monday night game when you sent that picture out. That was uh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, I was pretty jealous of your of your view for the Monday night game. Yeah, that was a good that was a good spot for sure. That was right on the busiest part of the little boardwalk they have there. We found a little divey Americana sports bar. The upstairs was just like TVs and pool tables, and that's where I spent Sunday. But yeah, man, there's some good there's some good spots down there for sure. Nice. And Ravens came away with the W, so yes, it was a did. beautiful little early birthday present. Well, we we missed you. Um, Britt filled in adequately, I guess. Um, and then, of course, the way things go, uh, Taylor, his family has come down with something. Um, he may join us a little later, uh, but right now we're just going to continue without him. So we're going to be commissionerless, so we can go wild and crazy on this league this week. Uh, I don't yes. I don't know if that'll no change much. Bar. No holds bar. Um, let's jump into our uh, previous week recap, and I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to start with worse things, and we're going to end on the good note going into our, oh, our matchup recap. So, uh, Murph, take it away. What was your worst thing from week 10? Well, I know I, uh, I talked about that sweet little sports bar, but um, I had the – I figured out how to work all the TVs the first night I was there when I was there solo just so I knew what was going on. But I got up there and I had the TVs set and there were only a few people up there. By the time um, I realized how good of a game the Bills and Vikings was becoming, I had the TVs, all the TVs all were like taken for games that people wanted to watch and one of them was, nobody in there was Bills or Vikings fans. So I had no idea, honestly, 
what I even missed. I didn't until uh, I started downloading podcasts for the flight on Monday, and and the first words out of like or the first all the titles were like Bills Vikings greatest game of the season and like and I I my heart just kind of sank. I saw I I honestly just saw the uh, you know what what I'll talk about in the, my best thing. That was the only thing I really saw from that game, and it made my best thing list. So yeah, I uh, I just I I feel like I got robbed of like I mean Kirk Cousins but still I feel like I got robbed of seeing a great game of the season. It was it was pretty great. I was watching uh Red Zone like I do every week. Um and and then uh yeah, just watching the last I mean 30 seconds of the game heading into overtime, just the craziness of of the Vikings going down the field and what what did they they Fumbled the no fourth, they fourth no, down fourth and that's goal, right Kirk Cousins stopped. couldn't couldn't get it in so yeah. then Josh Allen takes over and what does he do on the very next snap he fumbles the snap in the end zone and the Vikings get right. the touchdown I mean the, I was, and nobody even knew if he'd fumbled it at first like yeah. uh, it, it took a minute they, and then and then they realized it was a fumble it they was had a clear crazy. view on the camera I cannot believe they yeah. had that view um, and then going into overtime and Josh Allen throwing the pick. Uh, that sealed the fate, and I really thought that that would help me win this week, but it didn't. Um, but we'll get into that later. Um, Ghosts of Josh Allen's past showing up. Yeah, that was man, that was a good game. Uh, my worst thing. I mean, it, it seems like we deal with it every week, so I, you know. But this week, it seemed like it hit the hardest, and it's so late in the season that you get to the point where you're losing players for the year, and it's. All the fantasy injuries that that we dealt with. Um, Zach Ertz out for the year. Dallas Goddard going to miss some time. Um, I mean, help me out, Murph. There were a lot of, of injuries. Um, Zach Ertz done. Yeah. Um, Leonard Fournette. Leonard down, Fournette, I that's right. He's, uh, he's going to the bye, but. And then the biggest right, one, of right. course, that, that I mean, just kills me is. Honestly, the fantasy darling of like the last two seasons, you could say. My I mean, any any hope of me dominating the playoffs, Cooper Cup, out, you know, four weeks on the IR. The surgery he's getting is like six to eight weeks minimum, from what I've seen and heard. And the Rams are not going to bring him back. Like, there's not going to be any point for them to bring him back. I th- I heard people like on the sports shows today and what I was listening to, you know, talking about him having a chance. The Rams would be completely irresponsible to do that. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. that, unless unless they did something crazy and, like, won all their – I mean, if they just started, like, winning games, I, I guess. But I don't know. He, he makes that team go. With, 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 like that, a, with that offensive line <laughs> and zero running game, there's no way that they're going to win games. And there's, there's no and, reason to bring him back. And I'm just going to keep him – on my IR and cry whenever I see his name, yeah. honestly. Um, Cause it, I mean, win this one for cup, he was, he was dominant. He was every single game. He was, he was dominant and uh, it's, that really sucks. Um, so big fantasy injuries that we had to deal with. Um, but let's, let's not, you know, let's not look at the bad. Let's look at the good. Right. So you are about that. All these days, you don't need to think about it anymore. All week, yeah, no, no reason to think about my lost season. 
Um, I can't say that yet, but I might get close. Um, go, you touched on it a little bit. Talk talk us through uh, Justin Jefferson's. Just uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, I mean it's the new. I think it's the new iconic catch. I mean, well, I don't know if anything is ever. I think Odell's catch was just like the moment. I mean, it was just like a pivotal. It's, it's Cowboys Giants. It was Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. I can't remember. Yeah. But and then there and then the next the only one I could think of that even comes close to that one and the one we're gonna talk. I'm I'm fixing to talk about is when Hopkins catches caught it last like the hail mary over the two guys oh, um, yeah. from Kyler Murray the bomb I think that was last year but um this one I mean in the fourth quarter I think a guy that's in the running with the injured Cooper Cup Justin Jefferson just I I've I've never seen somebody make a NFL player look like just a little boy, like a, like a small <laughs> child. He, that he, he is in perfect position. He had both hands on it in his chest, pulling it to his chest. Justin Jefferson at, I mean, like full extension, just big boys him and pulls it down one handed and like away from him. Just give me that. That's my Halloween candy. None for you. I, that was the wildest yeah, I I I saw they showed a replay of it, and everybody was watching other games in that bar, and I just stood up and go, "Oh my God, that's the greatest catch I've ever seen," and it, I mean, and I I truly like that's that was the strength and like grace, if you want to like, if I can be so poetic, that was the culmination of both. It it, it was it was amazing, um, just watching as the defender had both hands on the ball. And Justin Jefferson goes up with his one hand, grabs it, takes it away from him, and not only brings it into his body, but somehow manages to not even let it touch the ground. And it, not that it got – I mean, it, there was like a foot of space between the ball and the ground. He was able to just palm the ball and control it. All the, it, was, it was insane. It was like interception, interception, interception. Oh, it's no. There's no doubt that, ju- that that's Justin Jefferson's ball. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was man play. Yeah, uh, that that is that is a man play. It was it was uh, that was some great great football. Um, mine is more fantasy and our league related uh, for best thing, and just looking at our standings, uh, the parity in our in our league, and it it has something to do with football this year. Um, but just looking at our standings, we have two people at seven and three, three people at six and four, three people at five and five, two at four and six, and then the two at the bottom, three and seven, two and eight. Uh, aside from the two at the bottom, and really you can't count all of them out. I mean, the the playoffs. No, nobody's a guarantee for the playoffs. There's only four weeks left until the fantasy playoffs. And at this point, almost anybody can get in. At least 10 of the 12 teams have a chance to get into the fantasy playoffs. And I feel like that is uh, – that's scary. Rare. Well, it's very scary, especially when you lose Cooper Cup. But it's very rare, I feel like, this far into the season to not really have – one team running away with it. I mean, at this point, we could have a different person atop the standings 
next week. I think we've had a different person atop the standings, uh, you know, almost every week this year. Um, so I think it's really good. It keeps people more involved. You know, the fact that, that I can tell that for sure. People, it's everybody's yeah, the, more involved this year. Even it's usually lighter on the waiver wire. This or when those waivers go through this time of yeah, year, not this uh, week, normal, but, normal seasons, not this season. Yeah. And just looking at it, I mean, even, even drew coming up, coming up hot of, as of late at three and seven, you can't say that he's really out of it. When you have three teams at five and five, uh, just just the fact that you can say that is is uh, like you said it, it's amazing, but like you said, it's scary. Yeah, because nobody it's is nerve wracking for sure. I mean, no, but at the very least, safe. yeah. Um, all right, well, let's jump into our oh, uh, let's jump into our matchup recaps. Matchup recaps. And then I believe I have the first one since you're involved. Uh, yes. I mean, if you, I mean, I guess as much as either one of y'all were involved in this matchup, I mean, <laughs> you're not kidding. You know, we had, I mean, we had you both projected over a hundred points. Anthony, you came in well short of that, sixty-six point three four, and Britt, you know, just eking it out. By basically two points, you know, 68.4 for Allen's Little Beauties. I mean, it was not a pretty one. We uh, we wanted to rave about Bill's Vikings. This was not Bill's Vikings of fantasy. Um, just, yeah, you. it just started off bad with you with Justin Jefferson, you know, or not Justin Jefferson, Justin Herbert. I got oh. Jefferson on the brain. Herbert just putting up a dud. Against San Francisco, I mean, but San Francisco's defense looks looks really good. They, they do look good, but um, Herbert has no weapons. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. You know, he's, he's Gerald Everett. I think Gerald Everett and Eckler are about all he's got. <clears throat> yeah, and he doesn't even have Everett right now, or potentially oh, doesn't. Did he not play? Everett, oh, no, I, Everett got hurt in that game. I did not. Yeah, he so was he one had of the almost ones I no, didn't hear about. He had almost no weapons going in this game. Yeah. You know, I mean, Britt survived the fort getting stuck in. Clyde, I think the Clyde Edwards Hilaire show is is over, yeah. or for so yeah. far in in Kansas City maybe for sure. Um, you know, I mean, but it helps when you have Cordero Patterson only putting up two point five. You know, McCaffrey's still doing the thing for you, but he still came in under projection. You know, fifteen point point seven. Elijah Mitchell. A. I'm, that's welcome. Welcome to the San Francisco backfield. It's, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Britt really lucked out with. Al, I mean, the Allen's, you know, Allen uh, overtime interceptions is, didn't is, hurt him. Yeah, the, the overtime is what won it for him. Because yeah, Allen had a couple of big runs in that overtime. I mean, what did he? What did he end up with here? Eighty-four yards on six carries. Yeah, I mean, that's the joy of a mobile quarterback. You know, yeah. that's. Almost ten points, you know, right there. It's usually, you know, most of the mobile quarterbacks will get you six points worth of rushing yardage. So there's, a, it's like an automatic touchdown in your pocket. And then Higby, you know, coming out over over his projection, getting him double digits. I mean, Anthony, I think you only had, you know, I mean, you had two. three guys scored right at five. You had yeah. two guys score two, and then you only had two guys score over. 12 points. I mean, that's not this a, is a not definite, how you win. 
definite example of a team losing it and instead of like like Britt, I love you and I would give you credit, but you did not win this one. I lost it. <laughs> I only had two players over double digits and one of them was McCaffrey who was the highest scorer on my team over my quarterback. You had two players score zero points and still managed to, to win it. So congratulations to you. This is one of those weeks where I look at my fantasy lineup and just immediately hate fantasy football. Unfortunately, there's I think everybody's had one or two of these this year. It's yeah. been brutal. Yep. All right. Uh, let's move on I to – I believe you have the next one. Yeah, I'm going to take the next one. Um, hard R – Jimmy's team taking down the commissioner himself, 136 to 83. Um, wasn't close. As, as as bad as me and Britt's matchup was, uh, this one was not close. Um, uh, Taylor picked up Tom Brady to replace Kyler Murray, um, and Tom Brady just not not looking like himself, at least not fantasy wise. Uh, he's starting to come on, but but not fantasy-wise. Going up against Mahomes, putting up 32 points. Uh, Jonathan Taylor finally had a number one overall pick game uh, with 147 yards and a touchdown. Um, and, you know, Taylor, uh, Cody even had bad games from Evans, who only put up seven points. But, you know, when your flex in Singletary scores two touchdowns, your defense gets 13 points. Uh, you know you're gonna have a you're gonna have a good day. So, Cody putting up 136, Taylor having bad performances from uh, Palmer, which I, uh, yep, I felt that one, and uh, Wandell Robinson putting in, put Wandell Robinson in his flex. Didn't really have any other options since everyone else on his bench was either hurt or on a bye. Um, so Taylor did all he could do, but. Cody, Cody was uh, more than enough. <laughs> yeah, it's Mahomes and uh, Mahomes and Kelsey are just scary. It's a dangerous combination, and and I didn't even touch on Taylor only getting what like all twenty points from his running backs, who have been almost consistently getting him like forty with Eckler and Ken Walker. So you know you have you have bad weeks. Yeah, counting on, you know, one of Herbert's few weapons and Palmer. And, uh, yeah, it's just – and then, look, I mean, Jesus, Jimmy's team has, has so many points on the bench even. It's, I uh, know. It's scary. It's uh, it's not not cool. Definitely but, not if Jonathan Taylor's going to look like Jonathan Taylor. He goes through the, the hot and cold streaks, though. This team definitely. I mean, this team's seven and three, so he's not having very many cold streaks. But, um, and he's he's now in first place in the standings. But, uh, like I said earlier, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe this year. So, all right, let's move on to the next matchup. I'm going to take this one because this is uh, Murphy's Law and Fut Buckerson, and what I think was the surprise of the week. Uh, well. Maybe not the complete. No, it's the second surprise of the week. Uh, I mean. Oh, I, and we forgot to go over predictions. 
in the first matchup, uh, we all took myself to beat Britt, and we were all wrong. Britt actually was the only one to take himself, and he was right. So, uh, good job, Britt. Homer. Um, in the Cody-Taylor matchup, uh, we all took Cody, uh, except for Britt, who <laughs> took Taylor. Uh, so, Britt is 2-0 and right now, and we are 0-2. Um, well, no, Britt, <clears throat> Britt's the only one that picked Taylor there. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought, yeah, right. Britt's I'm one sorry, and one. I'm looking so at it wrong. He gave, he gave one his, one. he went right back to 500. Yeah, that's very Britt-like. Um, so, yeah, we all took Cody in that one. So now we're looking at Murphy's Law and Fut Buckerson, and uh, Taylor and I and Britt, we all took Corbin in this one, and, and Murph was the only one who bet on himself, and it uh, turns out that it, it worked out. Um, 115 to 111, very close matchup. Uh, great pickup with Lawrence off the waiver wire, getting over his projection. Almost started Matt Stafford. What you playing? I saw that. I saw you had Matt Stafford for the longest time, and I thought that is not a Yo, good decision. And, Mexico uh, hangovers almost had me starting Matt Stafford. Well, I was I was thinking, man, I hope he has internet in Mexico, or this is not going to be a good time. Only only at the Airbnb. Like my phone <laughs> was not having it. It was like, nah. I know I know it says full bars and service, but no, you gotta wait till you get back to the house. Um. But you had a uh, uh, Barkley do his thing with 22 points, uh, Hopkins 15 points, Chris Godwin finally got his touchdown, 16 points in this one, um, and pretty adequate games from everybody else. Uh, Corbin, I mean he he made it close. Uh, Dalvin Cook with 22, Josh Jacobs another good game at almost 20 points. And Stephon Diggs in that amazing uh, Buffalo Minnesota game, uh, putting up you know 19 points, uh, and then everybody else was just meh, and uh, it, it wasn't enough. Dallas Goddard, uh, that fumble didn't help, and Man. add insult to injury. Now he's out for an extended a, a period of time with a shoulder injury. Um. But it looked like it looked like he might take you down with with Goddard. I I was worried when I I I I was pretty tired, so I fell asleep during this game and woke up to Sports Center being on, and I saw that the score was really high. And the next thing I saw was the Goddard fumble, and I was like, "That's got to bode well for me. I needed that." And then I fired up the app and saw that I came away with the victory. I was like, "That's right." Yeah, four points. That's a, that's yeah. a good win. So. Uh, that was definitely a surprise. Corbin going down. I think is this second week in a row. No. Uh, let me see. Do not know. Uh, I'm not sure. But either way, uh, Corbin had first place for a for a hot minute and then gave it up. So uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, why don't you take this one? Murph, this is going to be uh, Drew oh, versus yeah. Henson. Oh, yeah. This is the surprise of the week. This is, yeah, this is without question. Drew, I mean, the dumpster was rolling down the hill this matchup. Yeah. Dumpster fire, the damn shit show that it is, 147 and a half points. 
to Henson's paltry 89 and a half. I mean, you know, Henson's had a team that's been able to put up points, and Drew's had a team that's been a bottom feeder, and I think this this was the Freaky Friday edition. Justin Fields is becoming a, like Lamar Jackson 2019 of running. He's a... He's he, right now. I think he's on pace to break Lamar's um, single season rushing record for yeah. a quarterback by like eight yards or something, and one one more game. But we won't talk about that. But forty <laughs> points, forty points from Justin Fields, twenty two from Aaron Jones. That's sixty Deonta yard. Foreman, that's sixty yard rushing touchdown. Was I, he is so fast, dude? Yeah, my favorite thing about it is he was outrunning. The two dudes, they both were number one when they were at Ohio State, that Jeff Okuda was the cornerback oh, yeah. for Ohio State, and he was the one trying to chase him down. That was my favorite part. I was like, this is great. I mean, I don't like anything about Ohio State, but that was actually good. <laughs> and then uh, Deonta Foreman, 20 points, looking like a number one running back over here. Crazy. Um, I saw something, or I heard something today. CeeDee Lamb leads the league in target share, and with Dak back, he is getting fed. Uh, 32.5 points from CeeDee Lamb. His best game of his career. Of his career. Of his career. Amon Ra, yeah, the sun god, St. Brown, is back 17 points. I mean, Greg Dulcich probably was one of his worst games, giving him a point and a half, but, I mean, when you got – 40s and 20s and 30s on on your yeah, you know it, on your it lineup. Matter. Sorry, Henson. I mean, Tua giving you 20 and everybody else giving you you know single digits basically. Metcalf with 10 and then Schultz with 15. But yeah, buddy, that's um, I think that's bad beat Henson this week. Sorry, pal. I mean, the to think about the week before Henson scores 170 points, and this week. He loses to Drew, who puts up 150. I mean, Derrick Henry and ETN each getting under 10, and then AJ Brown only scoring one point. Uh, it's just that's that's rough, buddy. Yeah, I mean the AJ Brown. I think the AJ Brown scoring one point after as good as he's been is is more surprising than the matchup score. Honestly, yeah, that might be the most surprising thing about the whole. This whole matchup. That and Derrick Henry. I mean, I don't care how good Denver's defense is. Derrick Henry is. Uh, I, I mean, what was he? He had some real bad ones at the beginning of this season. At the beginning of the season, he did. Yes, uh, a couple of eights. It was just one. It was just two weeks. Week one yeah, and week and two, him, he was he was under nine points, and then after that, yeah. twenty two, twenty two, twenty six. Denver's defense is, is, I think, by most of like the. DVOA and yardage stuff. I think they're. I think they're one or two. So yeah, they're not well, to be trifled with. No, yeah, Denver's defense is legit, but that's still surprising from Henry. Indeed, um, indeed. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next one. Um, and I believe I'll, you have the last two, don't you? Um. Well, I can take one, and you can take the next one. Gotcha. Let's do um, split the last two. So I've got Commissioner's Pet taking down Dicker. I hardly know her. Um, which we're going to get into my brother's uh, naming in a while. I can't really make fun of his team, though. Um, even though he lost this week, he's still sitting at a respectable 5-5. Five and five. Um, 
surprising from our sticker bitch last year. Um, but Matt uh, said, not so fast. I don't want to be sticker bitch yet. Um, he gets a decent game from Cousins. Um, James Conner comes back in a big way, scores two touchdowns and 22 points. Of course, Justin Jefferson with 193 yards and a touchdown, including that just amazing catch. Um, Ten catches. And then the rest of his team didn't really do much. He was carried by Jefferson and Connor uh, and Cousins. And um, Charlie, you know, Charlie's riding it out with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, He really believes. So uh, letting him do that, but – Bad games from Miles Sanders and, and Kamara. Um, Devontae Adams had a bounce-back game with 126 yards and a touchdown. But bad games from George Kittle, uh, Juju, and, yeah, that's just not a not a great performance. Really more of a surprising performance from Matt, uh, if anything. You know, one, he's won two in a row now. Um, so he's he's not throwing in the towel by any means. Uh, but he's on a hot streak. He is on a hot streak. It helps when you have Did Jefferson beat, uh, put up thirty points. Was it last week you took out the commission or it the was, week before? It was last. Know. It was last. My week. last couple. I just, yep. Yeah, I know. My last couple weeks are hazy. <laughs> yeah. No. It was last week he took Taylor down. Um, so. It's this is a surprising outcome, but uh, congratulations, Matt. All right, let's move on to the last one. Uh, Gastro Disastro just barely squeaking it out against Breast Up Deaf Guy. Yeah, I think uh, a matchup of the two like most pleasant surprises of the season, kind of getting into the nerve-wracking standings there. You know, Josh with a respectable five and five after this week, and you know, Dan trying to get trying to get to five hundred now now four and six, but uh, yeah, Dan pulled this one just barely squeaked this one out, uh, eighty eight to forty or eighty eight point forty uh, to ninety. I mean, Jalen Hurts gave Josh you know what he does, but you know I'd say a subpar game from Nick Chubb at thirteen points. You know Tony Pollard's wrecking, but um, you know. Neither one of these teams had a great game. It's just, I think, uh, what's it? Lo- it looks like Dan had five people that overperformed, and Josh only had you know one that got right close to where he was at, and one overperformer. So, it really just came up to Dan's people. Dan's guys just doing a little bit more. I think Mostert, you know, seven points over projection. McLaurin seven points over projection. Well, McLaurin Mitchell is five. What, McLaurin and Mitchell are what won it for him because he had Mitchell come in on Sunday night and score nine points, which nobody expected that. And then uh, McLaurin on Monday night with his 128 yards and eight receptions. I mean, that's what squeaked it out for him on on the Monday night game. Looking like Scary Terry. Uh, it's, you know, who who knew? He just needed a little Heineken. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, Jalen Hurts on Monday was putting up was putting up yardage too. So it ca- it came down to the wire. I think. You know. I mean, it it 
Josh had a pretty good lead built up with Pollard, with Pollard, you know, giving him a 10-point lead over the rest of his running backs. But, it, yeah, yeah. it could have gone either way on Monday. I think, um, I, I, yeah, that's just a – Dan, yeah. congratulations on the win. You know, yeah, sorry, Josh, on the loss. It was a big win. It really does keep him in playoff contention, and it, it doesn't help when Josh only has Pollard score over projection. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's hard to win a game like that. Um, all right. I think that's all of our that matchups works. from last week. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. You know what? I need. No. Ta- I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I, I need Taylor for something because he's the only <laughs> one that reminds us who took who the in the predictions. And there in he the is. Look. It just Speak just, of the devil and he will appear. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> I, I went in a mirror and said his name three times. Uh, Yeah, so we got to go all the way back now to – Drew and Henson, um, we all took Henson, and Drew said not so fast. So we were all wrong in that one. Um, in Matt versus Charlie, we all took Charlie. Um, and Matt said, put some respect on my name. And then in uh, Dan versus Josh, we all took Josh. Um, it was It was a bad week for us um it, i'm gonna go through the the recap the predictions recap real quick but murph because you took yourself you went two and four last week bringing you yes. up to 16 and 14 and taylor and myself went one and five um i am also at 16 and 14 and taylor is at 18 and eight um so sad. Yeah. Hang on. I'm just doing. Yeah, I'm math. looking at my math. I don't think my math is yeah. right. I think I missed something here. Uh, probably 18 and 12. I don't think I added the five when I did the outline. So that's a little bit better. 18 and 12 for Taylor. Um, but either way, we're, we're all pretty close. But, man, bad week for, for all of us. Um, week of the underdog. Parody. Very unexpected. <clears throat> I mean, yes. And if we look at it, I didn't add up Britt's totals, but I think uh, I think Britt went pretty much the same as us. I think he went no, one and five. He, or, well, he chose me on one of them because he wasn't listening to you. So right, and we took Cody. No, 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 because he, he picked himself to win, and that's that's the one he got right. Then he picked oh, Taylor, yeah, which was shit. wrong. He picked Corbin, yeah. which was wrong. He picked Henson, which was wrong. Charlie, which was wrong. And Josh, which was wrong. So he went one and five. So it's not so easy, okay? Should leave it to the professionals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, speaking of professionals, I think we have a, uh, a new professional advertisement. Yes, we do. Another proud sponsor here. Uh, We here at Desktop GMs know that nothing goes better with fantasy wins on Football Sunday than a spread of whatever spicy, greasy, cheesy, delicious, and alcoholic fare you prefer. However, the last thing we want with a whole day of snacking and football is your stomach getting knocked out of the game early in the first quarter. So we are proud to introduce our newest sponsor, Dantacids. These sweet little... Possibly diabolical tablets will cure you of many gastro-disastro issues. 
The comprehensive list of uses and includes, but not, is not limited to, upset stomach, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, motion sickness, seasickness, sleeping sickness, mild food poisoning, hammer toe, chain letters, bad omens, dropping something in the car between the seat and console, alien abductions, and gout. So whether you had a bad batch of your buddy's cider or just possess a bad tum, turn to the little pill with a big voice, dantacids. Don't let your tum ruin your fun. That's I'm so I'm so happy to have dantacids with us. I mean they're useful they're useful for me. They help me on my trip back from Mexico for sure. Help me avoid a little Montezuma's revenge. That 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 is that is a product that we could all use. Uh, some some dantacids. Um, real happy to to have uh, to have them as a, a sponsor. I gotta be honest. I don't know if does Dan listen to the podcast. If you do, Dan, I, we love you. But we, I don't oh, know. Of if course, you do. we do. <laughs> it's all out of love. It is. But I, I I I'll be honest. I don't know if he does or not. But either way, everybody should pick up a bottle of dantacids. Um, because. Yeah, even even if you drop something in between the the seat and the car. Oh uh, man, all kinds all kinds of uses. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, should we get into our matchups for the, this coming up week? We're in week eleven. Let's already. see how bad we can do this week. Oh yeah, we're in week eleven. I was literally I was looking and I was like, we only have four weeks left until the playoffs. It's 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 gone by Don't. gone by quick. Unless you're my wife, and then she rolls her eyes at me because it, it hasn't gone by quick for her. <laughs> but uh, week 11, Murph, you are the only one that won. So you get the first matchup. Man, I have I, did, I, I forgot. Oh, man, let's see what we got here. You took a week off, oh, and you I'm forgot p- how it works, huh? Uh, no, I did, I'm, man, I'm, I'm lucky to have two brain cells popping together right now. <laughs> Uh, I just don't want to say anything on the record. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know if everybody's got their lineups set, so I'm just gonna kind of for the most part see we do. The pants and it's, it. while you're while you're looking, I'm just gonna make an observation. Just looking at the records of the teams and the projections. At this point, throw records out because there are teams that are, you know have real bad records projected either right with the other person or above them. So, you right. know, it's, it's like I said, it's just fantasy this year. It's, it's pretty crazy. And did yeah, I give you I enough time? You did. I'm going to go with my heart here. I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be one of the closer matchups. and definitely one of the ones I enjoy talking about the most. I'm going Josh and Corbin for sure. Breast up deaf guy versus Butt Buckerson. Nice. Right now we're showing uh, 102 to 95. Josh has got Hertz going against Indy and Joe Burrow. Going, and Corbin's got Joe Burrow going against Pittsburgh. Ooh, boy. Uh, Cook versus Chubb in the number one running back spots. Montgomery first versus Jacobs. Looks like, you know, pretty even through the running backs. Josh is the one that went with Allen Robinson. He's got Allen Robinson, so we're going to see how that goes with Good no luck. Cooper Cup. Yeah, I don't – who's who's the fucking quarterback for the Rams? Sorry, if it's not – if it's, it's Wol- Wolford. 
Wolford, that's it. Wolford. Wolford. Yeah. Wolford. Um, yeah, Corbin with Diggs and Gabriel Davis. I think they're going to be looking to light up Cleveland. Chris, Josh with Chris Olave. The fucking rookie is ter- rookie tearing it up. He ha- he was, but he hasn't been a- as of late. Yeah, I think the Saints have got to go to Jameis Winston if they. And they have to, but I don't know if they will for whatever reason. Well, Andy Dalton's the only one that throws it to Kamara, so yeah. they think that that gives him a better chance to win. Which I I mean, I can't really argue against it. That's but, true. You know, I I don't know what Corbin's going to do at tight end and defense. If he'd look at his trade offers, maybe he'd have one, but never mind. Uh-huh. He's got the Pats D sitting on his bench. Yeah, he's got Pats D, so that's that's 10 okay. points in the projection. That's, so yeah, And then he's got to find a tight end. So Corbin will be projected to win this one. For sure. And I, I also just think he's got, other than Jalen Hurts against Indy, which Hurts coming off a loss could be looking to do some damage, I think – you know, I mean, Cook and Chubb are both playing hard defenses, but I don't like Montgomery's share. I think I'm going. I think the wide receivers give it to Corbin, like just Diggs and Gabriel Davis, coming off a loss. I think against Cleveland, the only thing that has me worried is there's three to six feet of snow projected in Buffalo on at, around at game time, mm. so that has me worried. But I think. Oh, that really does have me worried. I think I'm still going to go with Corbin. Put me down for Corbin. Okay. Um, I'm going to I'm going to talk uh I I'm going to go and Taylor, I guess you're with us so you can actually give us your pick, but I I'm going to go um I'm going to go opposite of y'all. Or I'm going to go Josh. And here's my reason. One the weather in Cle- in, in Buffalo um could be a a chub game. Just hand him the ball. Um, I think you know Buffalo is not a not an easy matchup by any means, but I think you can you can run on them uh, a little bit. Uh, Montgomery, this he reminded me of another injury, Khalil Herbert going on the IR, who I had hopes for. Um, so now Montgomery is going to get pretty much the entire backfield share for Chicago, and they're going against Atlanta. So he could he could smash now. Fields could steal all of it. So there is that. That's what that's what I'm worried about. I think Fields is going to be. But Josh also the has. Dude. Josh also has Fields. What seems like favorite end zone target in Cole Komet. Um. So we'll see if that train keeps rolling. And I do like Pollard. Um. I just think that that Josh has potential for a lot of blow up games, especially with Hurts. Um. And Montgomery against Atlanta, and Komet possibly. So I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say Josh, just to be different. I mean, you almost swayed me there. I'm not gonna lie. Taylor, I, the, do you have the any weather input? Has me scared. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Josh has a little bit of a wild card. You kind of touched on it with Montgomery with the injury to Khalil, and then you got Robinson as a wild card with Cut being out. So. Those two could really possibly sway in his favor, but looking at the overall teams, I fought a lot. These picks were hard this week. Yeah, they were. They they are hard. Week, yeah. Um, But after looking it over, I I still had to go with Corbin. He gets a decent decent defense in there. He gets 
some kind of wild card tied in. I think he'll pull it off. He just has more talent. Again, maybe if he looks at his trade offers. Um, yeah, I, I get that. I'm just gonna go with I'm gonna go with the, with the high ceiling of Josh and see what happens. All right, Taylor, you're on. You want to make your matchup yeah. pick? Let's see. So I can't do me. You cannot do you. The last two are kind of boring. Well, I was <laughs> who who are the last? And he's not going to say who it is. So, like, just it, your matchup might be boring. Yeah, let's go, Anthony and Matthew. Ah, damn it! I was hoping to wait on that one. Commissioner's but. pets. All right. Okay, you want you want to break it down or? Yeah, let me see. I, I can roll with it while y'all ponder because I kind of went through this earlier. So let's see. We got all the positions pretty much filled. We got Anthony with a projection of 105 and Matthew with 101, and Matt's on a hot streak. He's won his first two games in a row. So, fresh off two wins, Anthony off two losses. Looking at quarterbacks, we got Herbert over Cousins. That kind of makes sense. McCaffrey, that one I wasn't here for earlier, but did y'all talk about McCaffrey? Does he worry you, Anthony? Oh, he. I was waiting to talk to him in, uh, in detail until this matchup, but um, I'm both worried and pissed off because I know that it's San Francisco and they're trying to rest him for possible playoff run, but you have the best running back in the league. Why are you giving the ball to an undrafted rookie? Or not a rookie, but undrafted second-year player. Do you remember when we talked about the trade and how it would turn out? We always say San Francisco's a crapshoot. Yes. Welcome to San Francisco. I understand that. But McCaffrey is still McCaffrey, so I still have hope. Anyway, can finish your – 18 carries. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was crazy. 18 carries, that threw me off. Um, Yeah, but it seemed like every time I watched the TV, it was Elijah Mitchell getting the ball. And I was like, why is this happening? That's that's what I mean. Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell had 18 carries, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Going down to players, Henderson, McCaffrey's obviously better than Henderson. Patterson and Connor, those are a wild card. You don't know what Patterson's going to do. Um, Jefferson's a big advantage for him. Oh, yeah. Y'all's second wide receivers are a wash. Tight ends are a wash. Y'all's flexes are a wash. So, so I think because – so what I originally – I went with Matthew on this one. Yeah. And I think it's because I don't know what's happening with McCaffrey – but I think Jefferson is the best player in the field on the two teams. So I think he sets it apart. So I actually went underdog again with Matthew. Murph. Wow. I I thought I had my mind made up until I saw Connor going against San Francisco. Because I just don't know if his running backs are going to do much of anything. I don't know. Um, and, yeah, I like Briarmouth a lot more than Everett, especially with you having Herbert. Yeah, I don't like it, but I think i got to pick Anthony here. I, I still have faith oh. in McCaffrey, and I think – you know Higgins against Pittsburgh. I think he's gonna go. He's he could go bananas. You know I think I he's a, so. he's a number one, and um, 
Yeah, I just I I mean it's it's close all the way down. Like if 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 Jefferson goes off, if the Jefferson Cousins show goes off, like it's like it's probably gonna be a bad day for you, Anthony. But yeah, um, I'm I'm glad I, I made the, the better team. I'm glad I made the Higgins trade now, uh, especially since I will no longer be seeing Cup. But uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Matt. Um, my team is is not in a great place. Uh, I think most of my players are depressed because of the cup injury news. Um, and instead of it firing them up and everybody, you know, picking up the slack for losing cup, I think they've just put themselves in a, in a funk and uh, nobody really knows, you know, what to do anymore. Um, maybe if Herbert gets Williams or Keenan Allen back this week against Kansas City, that would help. But um, – I'm just uh I, I think uh you know my my team needs a needs some sort of spark um and uh, I'm afraid that they're not going to get it this week so I am going with Matt. Hmm. All right. You don't you're not worried about you don't think that you got a shot with Cousins and Jefferson playing Dallas's defense. I mean I I think there's always a shot but that's cool. I want to get the I want to get this point. Yeah, you I you, got faith in Mr. Maldonado, just, just you know, I, I just, I think that losing Cup it just took the wind completely out of the. You know, I think you're so, you're team. down on your team right now. So I am so down. down on my team. It's <laughs> not mean, even I, funny I how it. down on my it, team man. I am. It's okay. I can losing, hear it. We're here for only you. Only scoring sixty six <laughs> points and losing Cup for the season. I am so down on my team right now. <laughs> oh man. Um. That being said, let's go with. Uh, Oh, yeah! I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do Drew versus Cody. Um, shit show in a dumpster fire versus Hard R. Um, Cody coming off the win, taking over first place. Drew getting another a big win over Henson last week. Um, with what seems like one of the waiver wire pickups of the year in Josh Fields. Um. And Aaron Jones and Foreman playing out of his mind. Um, so let's, you know, I'm going to go position by position. So Fields versus Mahomes. Still got to give the edge to Mahomes, but Fields is playing Atlanta. So honestly, I, I might look at that as a wash. Um, Aaron Jones versus Jamal Williams. I would, I would think Aaron Jones has the edge in this one. Uh, Deontay Foreman versus Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to give the edge to Taylor, even though it is against Philly, but you can run on Philly. Yeah. Um, C.D. Lamb versus Peoples-Jones. That's an easy one for Lamb. St. Brown versus Claypool. That's an easy one for St. Brown. Um, Cody has Kelsey. Flex. Rondell Moore versus Singletary. I think that's I, – I think it's a wash. Um, yeah, it, me too. I think I like Rondell Moore here. Especially so, if Hollywood takes another uh, takes another week. Yeah. So so looking at it, um, I'm gonna give the edge to Drew, which is crazy, and I'm gonna be cheering for the 11th place team to take down the the first place team. Um, so I'm so, I, I think Drew uh, I think Drew squeaks this one out. Well, I just. I just looked down to see it, see Taylor's picks, and it makes me 
Makes me almost certain that we are going to jinx Drewby here, because I'm going Drew as well. I Every think the shit show dumpster fire keeps rolling, baby. Let's go. I mean, I, I would go Cody because, I mean, that Cody's the easy one to pick, but just looking at the positions, and I think Drew's caught caught some magic with some of his players right now, and, and who knows how far it'll take him. But, yeah, that's – I mean – the path to winning with Drew is if Fields plays Mahomes to a draw, then he only needs Aaron Jones, CeeDee Lamb, or Amon Ra to play Kelsey to a draw. And I think if any of that happens, Drew wins. He just needs he, – hell, he can take two of each of those players and just play Kelsey and Mahomes to a draw, and I think, I think Drew gets the win. I think Drew is going to be beside himself because we're actually picking him to win, which never happens. How dare you? I was on the the Drew train when he was losing. Well, yeah, but that wasn't a very good idea, now was it? (laughs) I I know, I know. Uh, Taylor, do you have any input? Yeah, so what I find cool, which I logged in earlier and heard you talking about parody, but isn't it fun to be debating the one versus the 11th seed? Yeah. And like having to like put some thought and effort into picking who's going to win, it's, it's pretty fun. Well, that's what I was um, saying. Like all the records are, are you know, the, the records aren't close in this match, but the game is. But to your point earlier, which I was still dealing with shit, so I couldn't chime in. Um, you talked about parody and how close it is. Do you remember like four or five weeks ago when we talked about records, and then there were like the three elites or like five elites, and then there were the shit teams. Yeah. And then just how that is completely flopped. That's even cool in itself. Because there were, what, three winless teams at 0-7, 0-6? Something like that. Uh, I think it was teams. just the two, but I think... And it might have been, well, the other one might have been 1-6. Drew, Drew was, or uh, Dan was, was down there, and then he caught fire a little bit, yeah. Oh, and Charlie. It was Charlie, too. Yeah, that's Charlie, true. Charlie, Drew, and Matt, and Dan. And Charlie's 5-5. Five and five. Charlie's, Charlie's been decent. He's won four straight. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm tracking that. It's bullshit. What but anyways, the that's hell? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, squirreling. But uh, that's, that's cool to even have to worry about this. Um, I think I originally went with Drew. I don't think I've swayed from that, and it's pretty much strictly because of, of Fields. That was one hell of a grab for him. Yeah. I think that's what's actually turned his season around. Three straight wins. I mean, I don't know if he'll score 40 points again, but – but, oh, to my point earlier, which I guess I typed the notes, or maybe you'll see it later in uh, yeah. waivers. Um, 133 points in the last four weeks. So, granted, yeah. he's had 40 twice in a row, but the two weeks before that were almost 30. So, call it return of the norm at 30 points. That's still huge. That's, that that's still big, yeah. Puts him hand-in-hand hand with Mahomes. So, I'm, I'm washing that one. All right. Um, All right, Murph. You got uh, you got the next one. Let's Let's go through these next three a little quicker. Gotcha. Well, there. I think there's two on the board here, but I'm going to go with the dictator, the strictator that he is, and the uh, Henson's Carpet Stains is my next matchup. Looks like QBs are going to be a draw. Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott both projected almost 20. Eckler and Henry almost a draw, almost 20. Uh, Henson takes a little bit of an advantage with Mixon at 14. And uh, Elliot going with 10. 
I think we can expect it's the battle of the uh, Philly wide receivers, but I like to think A.J. Brown's going to get back there. Um, projected 13-10 to 10 against Devonta Smith. Taylor, you still rolling with Josh Palmer. Or Over Christian Watson. For the moment. Okay. Yeah, I – okay, cool. Yeah, I haven't gone yeah. through that yet. Let's, I'm waiting to see what gotcha. the injuries trend. Ah. You know, Henson's got a solid tight end, but Taylor's bringing – Mark Andrews off the bye and a, basically a bye. George Pickens and James Robinson. So that's another advantage to Henson. And Henson's got he's got the GOAT, Justin Tucker. I Ooh, yeah, I think it's I don't know, I think Henson's got a slight uh, just a slight advantage at some of the positions and everywhere else it's a draw, so I gotta go against our fearless leader and go with Henson. Sorry, Taylor. Ouch. Well, no surprise, but or, or, or a little surprise, but Taylor went against himself too. <laughs> yeah, I just saw looking that. looking down at his notes. Um, oh man, Taylor, I want to be, I I want to to switch it. I want to try to to make up some points in our predictions. I just don't know if you're the one that I should go against the grain on. Do it, bro. Um, uh, it's rough. It's And you know what? Mixon could have a bad game against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's got T.J. Watt back. That makes their defense like a, little, a, team. a little scarier. I um, hate it. And I think, I think Murph's given Pickens too much credit against Robinson. Pickens only had points last week on a rushing touchdown. New England is the best rushing defense. Did I give him a lot of credit? You gave him over Robinson. You said Pickens was the advantage. No, I said Pickens, Robinson. I mean, I I just said him like that. I didn't, I mean, I don't think it's it's a wash, but I I mean, Robinson is playing the best run defense in the league. I think they're like less than two points. And you have Christian Watson on the bench. So, I mean, you can make moves, and I think you'd be better. Palmer, yeah. Palmer could. I, I mean, Palmer hasn't done much, but if if Keenan Allen comes Will, back, yeah, it depends on oh Allen and Williams and Williams. I don't know if Williams possible. will play, but yeah. I just uh, don't like the Jets against New England, Taylor. Touche. I want Henson to lose. No offense, Henson. Um, I'm, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm picking Taylor. I'm 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 going against the I'm going against the grain on this one. Now you say. And All I right. Feel like I should pick myself, but I can't. No, nope. still got Henson. Okay, Taylor. Uh, what's your next matchup? What's my last two? So you got Murphy's got Law versus Murphy Gastro and Disastro, and then you got Charlie. And Charlie Dicker, and hardly know her. I'm gonna go. Let's go just the easier one. I'm gonna go Murph versus Dan. And right off the bat, we've got projections of almost 110 versus 60. So we've got a 50-point swing. Most of that's due to little Dan having Gino as quarterback on by, Fournette on by as lead running back, and Mostert his flex on by. He does have Mitchell sitting on the bench to fill one of those spots, but he's going to need to pick up a quarterback and put Wilson in. Murph's got... Only got Goblin on by, so he's almost full strength. So to kind of shorten this, I think this is a pretty sound win for Murph with just 
We'll call this a bye week win for Murph because that's a lot to overcome for Dan. Bye apocalypse for old Dan. Yeah, um, I was looking at this this matchup a little earlier, and it's yeah, Dan hasn't done much to to help his his bipocalypse this week, um, and I get it. It's it's hard to to drop players, especially when you got Chase out, um, and I just I. I don't think anyone he can pick up off waivers is going to be enough to overcome Barkley and Lamar. Um, yeah. So I'm Dan, going if you're Murph. listening, you can put Chase on IR. I was about to say, you're if you don't him know. credit. Chase should be on the IR. Chase should be on the IR. You're right. He should be right. picking up players. Yeah. Well, Murph, are you going, uh, you going with your opponent? I am not. You know, regardless of how much I love his antacids, I'm going with myself. All right. Easy enough. So I got the last one. I got uh, – I always end up with my brother. Dicker, I hardly know her, versus Allen's Little Beauties. Um, looking at this one, Charlie's got one bye to fill. Uh, so if you put in Hunt against Buffalo, I don't know if he'd do that or if he would do uh, Harris against the Jets. Um, but either way, the projections are basically going to be pretty close – to even um so Britt's got Allen Charlie's got Kamara and Sanders and Devontae Adams and Kittle oh my gosh I'm going with Charlie yeah it's but you like want to cheer for Britt but yeah it's like well if you say those names it's gotta be Charlie I mean I went against Britt last week and I thought it would be easy and it wasn't but like Swift is underperforming. He's starting – I mean, Gibson against Houston is a good play. But Debo is not playing great this year, be, mainly because McCaffrey's there now. And I just don't have a lot of faith in, in Mooney. And and even Higby could have more, but I just don't trust the Rams, def- or the Rams offense at all. Um, and then he's got the entire running back room for Kansas City on his bench. <laughs> so, uh, That's funny. <laughs> it, he does. He has all three of them. Uh, yeah, I'm, go- I'm I'm going with Charlie. Yeah, I think Charlie puts in Hunt, and the only way I think the only way Britt wins is if Josh Allen runs for like 180 yards in the snow and two touchdowns, or if Swift finally has a good game. But I just don't. And Gi- the Giants' that. defense is not an easy defense no, to play. No, they are not. But Jamal is sick, has an illness, sat out today. So if uh, he is out, Swift could have a bigger game. Yeah, but what's Jacoby Myers, yeah, Higby, so and Darnell Mooney going to go off? Yeah, that's, I'm defending that's... the one player, not the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, yeah. So you going with Charlie? Yeah, or I'm going with Charlie. Yeah, I'm not swaying. It's going to be Charlie. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into our last segment here. Uh, one of the fan favorites, the waivers and the trades. Um, this is the last week for trades, FYI. Um, you know, They're Cor- not done Cor- before this week's games. They yeah. don't do it. Corbin. Uh, last week for trades, Corbin. Um, I don't, I don't, he's going to reject this as soon as he hears the podcast. <laughs> Um, all right, Taylor, why don't you uh, take it away? Yeah. Oh. Trains left and right. 
We lost. Sorry, we lost. Ta- we lost you for a second there, Taylor. Oh, okay, good. No, I was saying it's uh, definitely the last week because I've been getting a ton of hints and offers that are absolute garbage. So yeah, I've yeah, been sending my fair trip. My fair. I, I think I'm trying to take over the mantle for Henson, but maybe it's just because I haven't gotten as many from Henson that I feel like I'm taking the mantle <laughs> over. But maybe he's sending out twice as many as me. I don't know. Yeah. But you can ask some people. I'm I'm sending out quite a few. I think Corbin's starting to feel like a chick on Tinder. We're getting all these <laughs> trades for uh, Damian Pierce. I've been trying, but it ain't, it ain't biting. But anyway, I tried. I tried like week four for Pierce because I felt like he was going to become what he is, and Corbin locked him down. So well done. Uh, yeah. I... But oh, you glamour. God damn it! You're breaking up. You want me to take over? Testing, testing. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Are you there? Okay, I'm not going to move my face. I'm just going to stand here. It's a good um, plan. No, I was saying just after last week's whole clusterfuck of trades and moves, this one is much shorter, which was much nicer, nicer to research. Um, I just strictly have winners and losers because we didn't have any big spenders this week. Um, our number one winner, which obviously with his climb in the stand. Climb in the standings was Drewby. Sorry, you just keep breaking up, Taylor. Drewby, you're the big winner of the week. All right, you're the big winner of the week, Drewby. You're the lucky duck who got Justin Fields. Uh, There were six bids that were put in for Fields, um, and Drew won him with $15, which uh, is pretty low when you think about it. Um, Like we've said earlier, 40-plus points in back-to-back games, and uh, a great stat here from Taylor, 133 points in the last four weeks. Um Fields is just absolutely on fire, could potentially bring Drew back into playoff contention. So uh, good job there, Drew. Uh, Taylor actually put me down here as a winner. Um, I got Rashad White for $1, and it looks like he's going to take over the backfield for Tampa Bay. Um, I'm hearing even when they come back from from the bye uh, that Rashad White could take over. So maybe a good you know end-of-season pickup. Uh, 22 carries this past week on 64% of the snap share. Um, so a pretty good growing stock, and I only had to pay a dollar for him. Um, uh, last winter, was a little Dan. Uh, this one infuriates me. He grabbed Elijah Mitchell Sunday morning, and, uh, you know, you wouldn't think much being behind McCaffrey because Wilson wasn't doing anything, but – he got 18 carries and 90 yards for nine points. And uh, Taylor wrote in here in a little parentheses, nervous, Anthony. Uh, more pissed off than nervous. Well, you have McCaffrey. Why the hell are you handing the ball off 18 times to Elijah Mitchell? Um, but maybe Elijah Mitchell will do what he does and get hurt. But um, anyway, um, Dan ended up winning by less than two points. And a lot of that is due to, to uh, Elijah Mitchell. Um, so the pickup directly correla- correlated as Dan had all bench players on by uh, and had no other options. So kind of a lucky play, but a, definitely a good pickup Sunday morning. Uh, moving on to the losers. We're going to start with Mr. Britt. He paid $10 to get his defense back that he dumped two days before. <laughs> San Francisco defense, three total bids. Uh, but the second bid was only $2, so he overpaid by $8 for San Francisco's defense. Um, and he's in the loser category for overall ranking. The defense ended up being number 12 
and only put up seven points. Um, and they had no big weeks since week five. Uh, still ended up winning by two. So, you know, he can't feel too bad. But Yeah, but the defense isn't correlated to the win. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. Um, next loser, Josh, dropped Rondell Moore for Chase Edmonds. And uh, Chase Edmonds may be the longer play. Uh, but Rondell Moore is starting to break out, and uh, put he put up 14 points this week. Josh lost by two. If Moore was in the flex spot, he would have won this week. Uh, so that's that's a that's a rough uh, a rough trade right there for him. Um, and our last loser, uh, I proudly say my brother Charlie, who dropped Dicker the kicker, which was his entire namesake for uh matt gay um and yes i would say that there is a theme uh Mm. dropping dicker for gay um anyway says all we need to know trust me i i i I, there's a lot i could say but um it's it's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there right now uh dicker put up 12 points as a free agent and gay only got charlie five uh, wouldn't have made a difference in his overall matchup, but uh, kicker's most important position in the league um, coming through again. So uh, that's all of our winners and losers from our waivers, and uh, that's all we've got this week. It's a good episode, Murph. Glad you're back. I'm. Uh, you know, it's 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 a it's been a healing episode. I feel a little better than when I started. I still don't. on the still on the recovery, but uh, yeah, it was good to get back in talk. I've I've been trying to just get back into the swing of it. I had to like force myself last night before bed to even do waivers. I was like, you got to you got to wake up. You got to snap out of the the hangover. Yeah, the and next week's episode for the waivers, Taylor. That'll be a fun one to to recap. Just just we're we're recording this obviously on Thursday or on Wednesday. Um, so waivers have already run, and and just looking at it, that's going to be a, a fun one to recap. But oh yeah, um, yeah, I'm glad you feel better. Uh, I don't after talking about my team. Um, so we'll see how this week goes. Uh, but uh, glad to have Murph back. Glad Taylor could join us for a little bit. Uh, Taylor, hope the the family heals up, feels better. You're next. Yeah, you're yeah. you're gonna get it. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Up. Um, it's gonna suck. <laughs> just speaking from experience, uh, but that's that's all we've got. So thank you um, to Murph and Taylor. Thank you to all who listening, and uh, good luck in all your fantasy matchups. And we will see you all next week. Bye.